0: Good evening and welcome. The program is Subject ACT with me Sophie Singh on your people-powered radio, Two Double X FM ninety-eight point three, bringing you stories from our local Canberra community and beyond, stories with a global dimension. Tonight on Subject ACT, Canberra's very own and unique documentary film festival, Stronger Than Fiction, is back. I caught up with Hannah Defater, festival co-director before the most recent violence in the Israel-Palestine conflict erupted. Bear that in mind when you listen to Hannah talk about their upcoming film, which is set in Palestine. Hannah, thanks very much for joining me on Subject ACT. After the tumultuous year the world has had last year and also continuing this year, you must be really excited about the festival coming back.
1: Yes, absolutely. We had our first screening and it was so exciting to see a full cinema of people. Cinemas had just gone up to 100% capacity in ACT and the feeling of seeing everyone excited in the cinema and talking after the film made me so happy. And it was a full house. It was, yeah. (laughs) People are ready to be back. Absolutely. When did you start to think maybe
0: it, it will be possible to bring the festival back this year?
1: We had been talking about it from late last year, just sort of thinking, what would we do? What would Return to Cinemas look like? Obviously, the distribution landscape changed quite a lot over last year. The films that are getting released are quite different. And then talking to a friend, actually, um, she said, oh, what if it is spread out? What if it's not a festival? What if it's a series? And I, I sort of cooked the idea in my head for a while and then talked to Deb and we both said, that's such a great idea because people always complain that they can't see all the films at the festival. And we thought if we spread it out, One film a month, hopefully we can have that regular sense of community. We just missed seeing people last year and the idea that we could meet up once a month, watch a really great film and talk about it seemed like a really exciting and also more COVID-safe transformation for the festival to take. And that's Deb Kingsland, your co-director. Deb Kingsland, my co-director, yes.
0: Did you decide with that format because of the feedback that people can't get to all the films or did you see it as a more COVID-safe approach?
1: Mostly the latter. I think the idea of spending uh, months of our lives planning this festival and then having to drop it or change capacity at the last minute, that was a very heartbreaking idea. And also, we weren't quite sure how people would be interacting with returning to cinemas. So our idea was that we could sort of through the year test the temperature on returning to cinemas. But at our first screening, it turns out people are ready to be back. (laughs) Do you see any
0: particular challenges with having the series format? And the one that occurred to me is... Keeping people connected, so they know when the next film is coming up. I mean, the beauty of a festival is you plan over the week or the the ten days what you're going to see.
1: Uh, you don't have that same dynamic with a series format. That's right. We're losing the festival effervescence of everyone being in the cinema for these three packed days. It's a more sustained approach to talking about the movies and. It means that we can really tailor the special events for each film and we can really target the audience for each film because obviously within the world of documentary, there's hugely diverse movies. And so making sure that we can really reach the groups of people that might be interested in a particular subject. I want to turn to the films. Your next film
0: is a real gem, Mare, which screens at 7pm on Friday the 28th of May at the Dendy. Hannah, tell us more about Mare. Why are you excited about this film being included as part of the Stronger Than Fiction series?
1: Well, for anyone that has heard me rave about a Stronger Than Fiction movie before, I think it's no secret that one of my very favourite documentary themes is a character who is working really hard to do a good job despite all odds and the main character of mayor um, Musa Hadid who's the mayor of Ramallah in Palestine is exactly that character before I saw the film if someone had told me, try to imagine like Leslie Nope of Parks and Recreation, but in Palestine, I would have found it impossible to imagine. But this character, Musa Hadid, he's got this dry sense of humor. He's an eternal optimist and he is endlessly hardworking to try to make public life better for the citizens of Ramallah. He cares about the arts and culture of the city. He cares about the Christmas parade. He wants to make sure that uh, the city branding is something that everyone can understand and not just a jargony marketing slogan. He's a very hands-on public servant, but then he's also working in this impossible situation. And I think probably a lot of Canberrans relate to the frustrations of working in the public service, you know, the bureaucratic elements, the banality, the struggles with all these very small details, but his are magnified by being in Palestine and so often he has a lot of control over these tiny details, you know, he's talking about the doorknobs in the public school. But when it comes to big, important things, when shepherds are coming to him saying, sheep in our... Valleys are dying because there's sewerage because we don't have a pipeline to the ocean. He's waiting and waiting and waiting for Israeli approval that never comes. So it really captures the absurdity of that situation. It gives us a
0: slice of life which has the trappings of normality in a city where we Get so little insight. And what we do see is conflict on a very major scale. So I think being placed into a scenario where there are relatable things, I think is is quite fascinating.
1: Absolutely. The director, David O'Set talks a lot about how important it was to him to just show regular life in Palestine and to show a slice of life that people maybe don't imagine. And this lens of local governance, I think is such a smart one to get into that slice of life. But then, of course, there's this real balance in the film because as they were shooting the film, Trump announced their embassy move and there was an outburst of chaos in Ramallah. And so there is these very tense moments in the film, but they're balanced so beautifully with this sort of gentle, ironic, daily life. And I think that picture is a really unique one. I haven't seen a film set in Palestine that is like this ever before. Yes, it sounds really striking, that juxtaposition. Absolutely. Uh, and And then it's so well crafted. There's this beautiful classical score. It sort of opens like a Christmas movie. You watch it and you're like, is this Home Alone? It's truly a film like nothing I've seen before. I'm looking forward to seeing it. The passion and the
0: excitement is so evident in your voice, Hannah, which I think is infectious. Have you already selected the other films for the remainder of the year?
1: We have a very strong shortlist, but part of the idea of the series format was that we could also stay really flexible with our programming choices, sort of see where people are at in terms of obviously last year was a hard year. Some audience members seem really keen for some of the more striking more challenging material that we program and some people seem like they are more interested in watching something a bit warmer and softer so we're definitely also talking to our audience and seeing where they're at so we have a short list of really exciting films but I'm not sure in what order we'll be booking them in and of course we're keeping very aware of new films that might come out through the year because the other exciting thing about the series format is we can program stuff that's really fresh
0: It means you have to be very responsive in your approach, which would be an interesting experience because I imagine with a festival, you do a huge amount of upfront work and then there's a huge exhalation as they all come to
1: screen. But with the series, you're having to maintain that alertness, if you like, throughout. Absolutely. And it's interesting having that responsiveness built in, you know, for the Condensed festival, we're looking at the films, trying to pick our favourites, and also trying to pick a range of films that might appeal to different people uh, in different places. But with this one, each film is sort of standing on its own, so we're sort of thinking about what a good sequence to put those films in would be. And I won't ask for any sneak peeks because I'm actually excited
0: about the anticipation of seeing what comes next. I'm glad you like
1: that. I liked the idea of sort of revealing what the next film would be at each screening, like the suspense of, oh, what will it be next? But quite a few people have been like, what's the program? What's coming up? (laughs) This is one of the things that we're working out with this new format is how much we let people see into the future and how much we sort of focus on one film and then get to reveal the next one and it
0: goes back to a point we were talking about earlier and that is how to best keep people connected and if they
1: know perhaps then it's on their radar already there's a balance isn't there we'll be testing it through the year Yes. But there are a couple of films on topics that I'm just really excited to talk about having the staggered screenings meant that
0: you weren't looking for a particular theme or a particular look or feel it's really each film on its own but also presumably how they fit as a sequence, even if it is stretched
1: out. Yeah, absolutely. It happens every year because we never are looking for themes. We're just looking for the very best documentaries and documentaries that we think Canberran audiences will be excited to talk about. But always themes emerge. In 2019, we had this really strong batch of environmental films and a really strong batch of films about strong women in different situations. This year, our first two films have had these amazing male protagonists. And Deb and I looked at each other and we were like, oh, that's interesting that both these films have these central men who are really sensitive and gentle and emotionally literate. Like the worlds couldn't be more different. The Mole Agent, this Chilean film was about Sergio, an 83 year old going undercover in a nursing home to look into whether there was any abuse or neglect happening and this is a film about a public servant in Palestine so very different worlds but the humor and the resilience and the emotional literacy of these characters is really interesting it's easy to understand I guess in our current climate why we were motivated by those films
0: and so very human very human yeah yeah Hannah, in preparation each year for the Stronger Than uh, Fiction Festival, you would travel and attend different film festivals as the process of selecting and seeing what was available. And obviously during COVID, that physical attendance wasn't possible. What was the experience like selecting films where you're not actually able to go and be part of the atmosphere of the festival?
1: It's really interesting to see how this has transformed actually. A couple of months ago, Deb and I attended the Berlin Alley European film market online, which was a very different experience to going in person. And in fact, we both watched way more movies than we would have watched if we were there in person because you can just log in and watch them online. So I think both of us watched about 40 films that week. Wow. um, And we were texting back and forth about them, and the distributors were emailing us. It was a really (laughs) frantic week. But instead of sort of jumping between cinemas in Berlin, I was sitting on my couch (laughs) and It meant that I could actually see a far wider range of films than I might have if I was there in person. But definitely staying focused on the films is much harder when you're on your own in your home and it really brought home to me, I guess, how important being able to go to the cinema is uh, because the experience is so different. So while I was excited to get to watch all those films online to preview them, I am really excited to bring some of them to the big screen because the atmosphere is just so important. And I think it is that atmosphere and that collective experience that will endure the big screen as a medium. Absolutely, absolutely. Also, the cinematic values of some of these documentaries are just so striking. You know, documentary craft in the last. 15 years. We talk about the golden age of documentary all the time. And it's because great technology is accessible to people. And also they're watching all these great documentaries. So something like Mare, the cinematic values, the way it's shot, the director David Osit shot it as a one person team, just him and a camera, which enabled him to be really flexible and also to have a real intimacy with the characters in the film but you watch it and the cinematography is so striking. And so many of these films, the look of the film is something that just deserves to be seen on the big screen. When you're
0: physically attending film festivals as part of your gathering process for the Stronger Than Fiction Festival, to what extent are the audience reactions relevant in considering whether a film is one that you would want to include?
1: That's a great question. I think Canberran audiences are so specific that – a film that plays really well in Mexico or in Berlin or in Canada is different to a film that plays well okay. in Canberra or the conversations are different and I think you can sort of get a feel for which films people are really talking about and which films have really made people excited. But we're also always thinking about you know, we're such a local festival and we're so interested in the Canberran audiences. So that's definitely always a consideration.
0: Hannah If people do want to know more about the festival and keep in touch and hear about each of the upcoming films, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: They can join our newsletter on strongerdocs.com. They can sign up there and they'll get a monthly email. We don't send out a lot, but a monthly email about the film of the month. Otherwise, they can follow us on Facebook at Stronger Than Fiction or on Instagram, Stronger Than Fiction Docs. And in all those places, we are talking about the monthly movies Wonderful and again May screen 7pm on
0: Friday the 28th of May at the Dendy and it sounds like it's a real experience.
1: Yes, I will be interviewing the director David Osett after the screening and then we will doubtless have long conversations about the film in the premium lounge afterwards. I'm
0: looking forward to it. Hannah, it's been wonderful speaking with you and congratulations to you and Deb on bringing the festival back to us in 2021. It really is an iconic Canberra Festival and it's wonderful that you're back.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And that was Hannah DeFater, co-director of the Stronger Than Fiction Documentary Festival. And the next film in the festival, Mare Screen. This Friday night at the Dendi at 7pm. So don't miss it. And that brings us to the end of tonight's program. I hope you've enjoyed it. Stay listening to People Powered Radio, 2XXFM 98.3 for more great programming. I'm Sophie Singh. Thanks for listening.